You are listening to Future Voices, a podcast brought to you by Beha Futures Foundation. Hello world. Welcome to Futures Voices episode number four. This time you will have two podcast hosts for the price of one. Cheap and old marketing trick. Today with me is Amir Grgic, one very successful young man who is a mentor at Beha Futures Foundation, but also chief technology officer at Tevreden a company specializing in customer and employee satisfaction research in Netherlands. Now, I said two podcast hosts because Amer has his own podcast as well for over a year now, and it is called Bits vs. Bytes. You should listen to it, it has great content. Anyway, Amer, welcome to Futures Voices, it's a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Kenan. It's a pleasure to be on the, on the podcast and be your, uh, be your guest today, and greetings to everyone from the Netherlands. Great, great. Is it is it unusual for you to be from this side in the podcast? You are <laughs> you are a guest today, not a host. Yeah, it it is a little bit unusual. It's not my first time, but uh, yeah. it is a little bit uh, different to get the questions and have to answer them instead of asking the questions themselves. But it's uh, it's a good to have a little bit of a, a difference in uh, in scenery. Of course, of course. I, I'm sure that you you will do you will do great. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my first question is now. Today you are CTO at the top of your game in IT and I have no doubt that you will become even better in the future. However, it was not always like that for you. What is really ab- interesting about you is that you didn't go to university but you finished some special school for IT, right? Can you tell us mm-hmm. more about your beginnings? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I I did some high school in, uh, in the Netherlands uh, and then after that... Uh, I'm kind of noticed that uh, the kind of school system that we have uh, wasn't for me because it's a really broad uh, experience in the sense of you get all kinds of classes that didn't really interest me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I made the switch to some kind of, it's a little bit below a college uh, uh, in the Netherlands, but it is specialized in, in just uh, giving you the IT uh, background that you need for, for uh, working in IT. It's not a mm-hmm. not a higher education, but it is uh, something that uh, that gives you the 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 possibilities to work in IT, uh, mm-hmm. and that that kind of beginning was was good for me. And I I chose the IT direction because I noticed myself that I I enjoyed computers, I enjoyed gaming, and I yeah. no, know that that was kind of the the direction I wanted to go in, and that was a, a chance that I got to to do that. And uh, yeah, from there on, it it was uh, basically going to work after that because I had the the option uh, at the the first kind of company that I interned with uh, to to get started to get working. Mm-hmm. And uh, the question from the director there was, okay, do you want to start working or do you want to go further on to college or doing yeah. a university degree or whatever? And I, I kind of noticed in the internship that I just like to, to work. I like to uh, do things in practice instead of just learning it in a, in a school bench. So that, that was kind of my, my beginning. And I, I, I attribute a lot to what I'm doing right now to, to that decision uh, that I made then. Yeah, you actually converted your passion for computers, gaming and everything else into a real job, which is yeah. re- really great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's the... Uh, it's it's luck in in a lot of cases. Of I mean, a lot of people uh, are still looking for what they want to do. Uh, at at least at that age, I was like eighteen or something like that, eighteen or nineteen. 
uh, and the, a lot of people I know that uh, have that they have that kind of question always like okay what I want to do right uh, and yeah. they go into a direction like being a lawyer because their dad is a lawyer or an uncle is a lawyer or whatever uh, and th I had the f good fortune to to find something that uh, I enjoyed and I had a passion for and that's also why I why I chose it yeah now you didn't graduate from university but you acquired knowledge through other sources and became successful that way now, I would like to know what is your opinion on education in today's world? Now, everyone is saying how university education is just not enough anymore. You have to develop yourself through other ways. And we actually live in a world where every source is just a few clicks away on the Internet. So it's easier than ever to learn for those who want to, of course. What do you think? Is this great time to be alive or what? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I, I I think that the education system works for a lot of people, mm -hmm. uh, at, especially when I look at the education system in the Netherlands. Uh, it's very very broad, and and that works for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, for myself, uh, in particular, it didn't work that good because I'm not the type to to sit around and uh, read from a book and learn it that way. Um, so in that sense, it didn't uh, it didn't really convert to something good for me but yeah. uh, when I look at the, the how the education is done today I still think that for example if I, I'm looking at IT for now uh, it, it is it is a little bit hard because the, the the thing is that technology moves so fast that a lot of education can't keep up yeah and that's the, that's the that's the biggest problem at, at at that level when you look at at IT even so, the best universities can't keep up with yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, that's the thing uh, that I had as well is that I, I learned like uh, we had that school that I did was like four years and mm -hmm. the last year was a, an internship. Uh, the first three years we le learned all kinds of things, but uh, basically everything I learned in those first three years, I didn't even use in, my, in the rest of my career. So that's that's kind of gives you a sense of why uh, that that was also one of the, the reasons why the decision was really easy to just start working because I was like yeah I just want to work on this because this is interesting it's not interesting to me to learn for example binary calculations which uh, nobody uses anymore yeah. you have like a calculator on the internet for that why, yeah. why would you learn that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that was the uh, that was my kind of view on what the education system was. Uh, it it should be different, in my opinion. It should be more focused on what you're actually going to do in practice. Uh, but that that's hard. Uh, that means that uh, uh, education systems or companies should work with uh, uh, with schools to get that get that up to speed. But it's so fast. It's it's changing so fast. Everything that was uh, new and good five years ago isn't maybe even relevant relevant even uh, today so yeah. that's that's the thing th that's the hard thing about it as a sector is that um, i think that a lot of schools should focus more on getting the the students a little bit earlier into an internship for example so they can see what the the job actually is and if it ev even is for them because it is so important that it's it's so important that you have a passion for it otherwise you won't succeed in this sector at all because you need to keep up that's the thing yeah you have to develop yourself constantly constantly yeah yeah, yeah. and that's that's really difficult if you don't uh, do it in practice uh, you can le learn from a book but those books get really uh, really old really fast uh, yeah. and that's the, that's the, that's one of the main things that i 
I think that the education system uh, should change a little bit in that sense that they you you should have more like practice focused uh, education instead of just learning from a book that, yeah. that's that's what i think for example in the it sector i mean the other sectors are different but. of course of course but more more real business world experience yeah. is definitely needed yeah for sure for yeah. sure yeah now i always like to ask successful people about their mentors because i know that everyone has a person or even few of them who were crucial for their development. Now, today, you are mentor yourself in our foundation, but how did you achieve some important skills you have now? From who? Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I, I basically see it a little bit different. There's not a few people that I can name. There, Of course, there were some team leaders, some managers that helped me along the way. Mm -hmm. uh, some people in school even that, that helped me along the way. And that... Uh, I think that you can learn pretty much from everyone. I mean, I can learn from uh, someone that's uh, doing a junior job or an intern uh, yeah. at our company as well. So I don't, I don't see it that way. Uh, I don't see it as one particular mentor or a uh, few people. It's basically everyone I've worked with uh, learned, uh, has learned me something, right? Yeah. Uh, even if it's a bad thing, it, it can also be good that, that you learn that. And that's also why... When I started out working, I changed up uh, a few employers. So I, I, I think that the uh, Vreden, which uh, which I'm working at right now, uh, is, I think the fifth or sixth employer that I have. And I'm mm -hmm. uh, uh, being 30 this month, so yeah. uh, that's in 10 years. So y you can imagine that it was switching between jobs for uh, after like a year or after two years. Yeah, uh, and I did that uh, kind of because of my ambition, but also uh, because I wanted to see multiple kind of environments. So I've worked in a company uh, which I'm working at in right now has 10 people, but I've also worked in companies that have 350 people. Yeah. And that's a totally different dynamic. And that's that's uh, that's what you where you learn from. You learn from the kind of environments and looking around what people are doing. So what are what are my managers doing? What are the leaders within the company doing? Uh, what kind of decisions are they making? Are these are these decisions that you would make personally? Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, you you get your you get your worldview from those kind of experience. You don't get your worldview from reading a book about leadership. Of yeah, you can get some insights into it, but it's it, it it's going like that along the way. And uh, me myself being a mentor in the foundation is. Uh, a little bit surreal at, at times, but well, it surreal. is, yeah, it, 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 in the sense of uh, you don't think you have much to add to someone, but then when you start w talking to someone, you actually see that you can have an impact and yeah. you can uh, you can learn someone some of the things that you've uh, already experienced along the way. Uh, so uh, to be honest, I I am uh, currently in the kind of process to. Uh, get more mentorship for myself because even though you get at some level, uh, you you still need help, right? You still yeah. need things that you need to go through. You need to figure out what your next step is. What do you want to do? And I think that uh, getting a mentor couldn't be early enough in your career. That's that's something that I wish I had uh, ten years ago. Maybe it was a little bit less formal, but and I did have some kind of mentors, but it isn't. Um, I think that's that's one thing that uh, a lot of listeners should uh, take into account that uh, uh, getting a mentor is not uh, a, a sign of weakness it's actually a sign of strength in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and I think you have that as well for probably your marketing things that you want to do, right? Of course, of course, because uh, I also agree with you that there's no one perfect mentor. There's no like one no. person who is 100% match with your skills, with everything you want to achieve in the future. It's more no. few of them and you just take the best of each of them and you create your own mixture, which is actually fantastic. Yeah, and I actually had a, um, one of the podcasts that I did uh, recently. It It also featured that thing that... If you want to have a mentor or at least get someone to to get to know you and uh, learn you some stuff, you should also be um, you should voice that right. So you would yeah. you should say, you know, I don't know this. I want to learn this, or I want to see how this works. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, for example, my mentee that I have in the foundation, uh, he also mentioned to me like, uh, yeah, I I'm not sure which direction I want to go in yet i'm i'm doing yeah. a kind of a it uh, direction but i don't know what i want to do when i when i start working i was like yeah that's something that you need to figure out by just telling people like okay i'm still in the process of learning what i want to do and you will see that a lot of companies are open to the idea of you trying stuff yeah you like, you exploring yourself actually yeah yeah and that's and that's not uh, as i said a lot of people see uh, seeking help or uh, or uh, seeking for advice as kind of a weakness but it, it is totally the opposite you you want to you want to get better it's actually a sign of ambition in that sense yeah and it's actually i think it's also an ego issue because you have to put your ego aside yeah. like i'm the best i know everything no you don't nobody knows no. everything like even the the brightest people in the world have their own mentors and everyone learns from someone yeah and that and that's the thing is that uh even the most as you said the most successful people still look for mentors because yeah. they know that there's always something to improve you never know everything exactly. i mean especially when you do something like this, being a mentor yourself, mm -hmm. you will see that you don't know everything. And that's a good thing that you don't know everything. Otherwise, it would be a really boring life if you wouldn't yeah. know everything. And I know that some mentors from our foundation also said things like, we actually learn from our mentees because they are yeah. young, they are exploring some things we actually don't know. So it's a great input for both sides. For sure. And that, that's something that I've noticed as well, is that uh, I could talk uh, to, to the mentees with about whatever they want right uh, yeah. even if it's uh, something more personal or more uh, into the the kind of details of how for example life in bosnia is and stuff yeah, like yeah. that so uh it, it 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 can go all kinds of ways but you can actually get to know someone a, a little bit more it's not just a, a business transaction in that sense it's yeah. not i'm giving you my knowledge and that's it it's, it's actually it's a real like human connection you learn from yeah exactly exactly yeah. like that now, you are a leader in a company that is involved in probably the most dynamic industry in the world today, the IT industry, and every day you have to work with a team, decide on important things and similar. Now, this is what leadership looks like from outside for us, but I would like to know what does leadership mean to you? How do you see it? Yeah, um, from a personal sp perspective, uh, leadership, in my opinion, is not being the boss. <laughs> it it it, it is something that's um, a little bit natural, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say, I want to be a manager or I want to be a leader. But they uh, just want the title, actually, that chief, yeah, chief yeah. thing before the name, yeah. For sure. And uh, uh, I think that you you really n know what a leader is when you get into that position uh, of 
actually having to lead a team. Um, and in most cases, what I've learned, and that's also one of the things that I've learned over the years, is that you get the examples of good managers or bad managers. I, I don't like the word manager at all, but you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, it's... Uh, it's the example of how do you communicate, right? And you have to find your own style in that. Uh, that's mm -hmm. a little bit harder to do, but uh, you you get to know your style. Are you going to be someone that's more active and uh, kind of micromanages things, or uh, do you really go into detail? I kind of personally have the preference of a style that, uh, for example, when I'm talking to developers that work for us, mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm like, okay, guys, this is the problem that we need to solve. Uh, yeah. but you are the developers, right? We have a senior developer and a media developer, for example, working mm -hmm. for us. So I'm like, guys, you need to figure this out. You need to figure out how this is going to work. I'm not yeah. going to tell you that. At, uh, I'm, my background is not development. My background is more from an infrastructure uh, perspective. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, you guys are the developers. You need to figure out how you're going to do the architecture. I can help you. That's no problem. Uh, but you, in the end, are going to be the ones working on it. So if you pick this, for example, this framework or whatever, uh, you need to stand by it and know that this is, uh, this is going to be what you're going to work with for at least a few years. So that's kind of more my style. I... I uh, and I think that leading by example, everybody talks about that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's more of um, it's more of showing consistency, right? So saying, okay, if I'm if I'm saying I'm going to do this today or I'm going to do this tomorrow, I expect to do that today yeah. or tomorrow because otherwise it doesn't your credibility is gone. Yeah, it uh, just decreases. Yeah. Yeah, and and when you do that, you will see that your team, for example, will be consistent as well. They will also say, okay, if we have a deadline before, I don't know, two weeks or whatever, yeah, uh, we'll get to that deadline and we're going to finish it. That that's kind of the the promise that you make to to one another. Uh, and that's and that's what I think leadership should be. It shouldn't be uh, do this or do that or have someone. Uh, be commanded in that sense. I, I really don't like that. Uh, yeah. it, it's also, how do you want to treat someone on your team? It, is that the way that you would want to be treated exactly. if you were a team member? Exactly. You need to, you need to see it from the other person's perspective. And yeah, that's, put, that's put yourself tough. in their shoes. Yeah, and, and, and I know how that feels. I mean, I know how it feels to be on a team. I know how it feels to have a manager that's bad at this, that doesn't have the experience, right? Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, uh, it's a little bit of a tricky subject in the sense that I, I sometimes have a feeling that uh, leaders are not made and you are you do have some kind of um, natural ability to, to be a leader. Uh, there is some kind of natural ability to it. I, I know you can tweak a lot of stuff. You can make someone a manager, uh, yeah. but making someone a leader that's respected, uh, that comes through actions, right? That That's just... Uh, the way some people are, some people are better at communicating uh, because it's a lot about soft skills. It's basically only communication. So leadership is just communication. Yeah, and the, the greatest leader of all time are actually great communicators. They can yeah. they can transfer their ideas very successfully to others. Yeah, and and explain them in the most 
basic way possible, e right? Exactly, exactly. From thing. politicians to businessmen to to a anyone actually. Yeah, yeah. And politicians are <laughs> sometimes well, not the greatest example, but of course, I, and of course. I, it is it is it is true. I mean, uh, people look up to those kind of people, right? So someone that's in power in that sense, uh, th they will look up to it, even though if they they don't agree or they do agree but they look up to them because of that power that they have yeah the but charisma that, everything yeah and and the, the charisma is uh something that's uh can be taught up to up until a point i think yeah uh, to some level yeah yeah some uh, some people just it comes more natural and they know what to do i mean for me it was also a process in that sense because I wasn't always an extroverted type. I'm still maybe not an extroverted type, but yeah. um, I I was really introverted. I was shy at sometimes. So I think that one typical one IT the, guy. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but I I did like to have the spotlight on me sometimes, and that's mm -hmm. it. And and that's uh, yeah, that's one of the the things that uh, yeah that that I think is really important as well is is the public speaking part, right? You need to be able to speak. Yeah. You need to be able to ex explain in front of a group what your idea is. If you don't know how to do that, then you're not going to make it as a leader in that sense. Because, yeah, who are they going to follow? That's the that's the thing. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's what I think about about leadership. There are a lot of aspects to it, but those are kind of the main points. Of course, of course. But it's more personal. Like everyone sees it the yeah. other way and everyone is doing actually what works best for them. And everybody has its own has a, has their own style. That's the thing. It, yeah. it, leadership cannot be, yeah. You cannot say this is leadership. Yeah, it, in it, single formula on something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you see, uh, for example, if you take Elon Musk, uh, he isn't a great communicator, uh, but people still follow him because he is a leader and he does have crazy ideas. That's the thing. Uh, you can agree with some of the decisions or whatever he does, but uh, it it is. He's not a great communicator. He's not uh, someone that stands up in front of a crowd and he can explain some stuff, but he's not the best communicator. Yeah, uh, but that doesn't come natural for him. I yeah, agree with yeah, you. yeah. And it seems rehearsed. That's yeah. the thing. And some people just have the thing that they will stand up in front of a crowd and just talk. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Now, a few years back, I believe the odds were against you, like no university education, coming from different background and everything else. But despite all of that, you succeeded and done some pretty extraordinary things. Now, what do you see as a key characteristic that helped you the most? What brought you to the top? That single thing, what would you, what would you say it is? Mm -hmm. If it's a single thing, that's a little bit tricky. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's multiple things. But, uh, How many? I yeah, there's like uh, maybe three or four things that okay. that, that, uh, that I think are are good. Um, I think uh, one of the most important things that uh, helped me uh, were just you have to have some drive, right? So you need to have some ambition or passion about what you're doing. If you're not yeah. do, if you don't have that, you won't succeed any anyway. Uh, yeah. Then then you can better look at something else that that would fit you more. Um, I kind of along the way found that just being an engineer wasn't enough for me. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I saw that uh, some things were should be different. And that's that's also why I, I've picked up the kind of leadership part along the way. Yeah. Um, but what I when I look at some characteristics are, are, are still consistency, as I, I already mentioned, which I also look for in, in team members. Um, and consistency is just 
doing what you say you are going to do. That's yeah. the thing. So if you say that you want to, uh, for example, I don't know, if you say I want to be a team leader because I feel like that's something that I want to do, uh, be consistent in your actions to get to that point. That's the yeah. thing. You need to you need to show people that you have that kind of responsibility, that you can take that responsibility. Um, and sometimes you need to be, uh, you need to be a little bit forward on things. As in, uh, for example, if you want to be a team leader and you see that there is an opportunity to be that, or at least you want to show that you can do that, yeah. uh, you shouldn't be afraid of saying, hey guys, I want to do this because I see this and this and this and this. Uh, one of uh, one one person I know uh, told me uh, uh, the last time I talked to him, he, he told me like, "Yeah, uh, you you don't you're not afraid to tell I don't know someone in uh, some director or whatever uh, exactly how you think y the situation is and yeah. what you want to change. If if you don't have that, you you, d you shouldn't be afraid of telling that. You shouldn't be afraid of voicing your opinion." That's that's the thing. It, it's most. That's one of the most important things as well. Is that you need to um, you need to be a little bit cheeky, if you can call it like yeah, that. Yeah, you have you, to be actually assertive. Like you have to yeah, exactly. Yeah, stood up for your ideas, and you have to express your opinion all the time. Doesn't matter who sits like right across of you. Like is yeah. it some CEO? Is it some president or anything? You just have to speak up your mind all the time. Yeah, and uh, when I look at that, uh, I don't. I don't see a title when I'm sitting uh, across from somebody. I just yep. see a person, right? That's and great. that's that's one of the things that um that a lot of people should think about as well is that when you're sitting with someone, say for instance, you're sitting with me. Yep. What does it matter that I'm I have this title? It doesn't matter anything. Yeah. Uh, if I can just talk to you, I I I want to know about you. I don't want to know about the title that you have. I don't care. Uh I I mean that's that's the thing. Um that that's also some kind of weird thing that I have. Like, okay, uh, if someone is royalty, for example, I yeah. don't, I don't know why I would. Prince have Charles, to... for example. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know why I should talk to someone in a different way, uh, even though they are royalty. What what does that make them better than me? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, someone said uh, uh, a while ago. I don't know. There there are a lot of people that quote this, but. Uh, in in that sense, kind of, uh, death is the great equalizer. In that sense, everybody has the same kind of. Uh, I don't want to be grim, but it is kind of the sa same. You have the same endpoint. All of yeah. us have, yeah. and that's the that's the that's the beauty of it. Is that when you look at it that way, when you say, okay, this is going to, you you are a CEO of I don't know this big of a company. Yeah. I I don't mind. I, I it's just it's just a person sitting in front of me. Uh, and just another human being, yeah. And and that's one 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 tip as well as well is that you should approach them or approach people just like you would know them, right? Even if if you've never seen them before, yeah. it should be they should have the feeling of uh, of talking to a friend, someone that they've known for years. That's a, a tricky part to do, but it's it's just opening yourself up, smile. Uh, when you give your your hand to someone, when you're uh, reaching out. Uh, smile, right? Just say, yeah. oh, I'm this and this person, smile. That, it, it will help. It will that, already help. It's that simple, yeah. And I also know that these, let's call them big faces, like all the important people, are actually quite open to any type of communication because they are great sure. just because of that, that they want to learn constantly and to connect themselves with everyone around them. It doesn't matter 
what is other person working on or similar yeah exactly and i'm i'm the same way in that sense is that um even though uh, i always look at it this way i i don't want any anything from anyone right yeah Uh, there's some situations where you actually have a question you really want to get to a point uh but in most cases uh uh, there are some some examples where I'm just doing stuff for people for free because I'm like you know I believe a little bit in karma in that sense I believe that when you give uh, your time uh, self selflessly to other people uh, that you will get that in return I hope so I hope the the world works like that and it uh, it's a little bit of a a thing of mine where where I think like okay if I if I help this person now right. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't expect them to help me tomorrow. I don't expect that from them. I. I. I, ex- I expect that they would maybe give that back to someone else. That would be even even better. They don't yeah. have to give it back to me. Uh, it, it's kind of paying it forward in that sense. Yeah. And my final question for today is: Now I'm always asking this to every guest. What advice can you give to someone who is currently studying art? IT or even some similar engineering and is kind of not sure about whether his career will develop well, don't know where to start and similar. I mean, we already talked about this, but to all those young students out there, what do you have to say? What is your message? Mm, yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I, yeah. I saw the, the questions beforehand, of course, so I <laughs> yeah. had a little bit of a th- think about it. Um, I think that the 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 easiest way to know if something is for you is to try it. Yeah. Even if it's not uh, something that you can try readily. And I mean, uh, when you say you want to try it, say, say for instance, you're just starting out, right? So you're just starting out. You cannot say, I want to try to be a team leader because mm-hmm. that, that's not going to work, right? It's, uh, in, most ca- in most companies, that's not going to work. But what you could do is say, okay, this is my kind of goal. I want to go through this step. It's a little bit hard if you don't know what you want to do. But if you have, for example, a goal, and you want to say, I want to be a team lead, a developer, project manager, whatever. Uh, it's good to look at people uh, and ask people that are already doing it, how did you get to this point, right? Yeah. Exactly like you're asking me, how do you get to this point? Well, this this point is just a lot of hard work, a lot of consistency, and a lot of talking to people and actually voicing what you want to have so say for instance you want to say i want to be a team lead you could go to a team lead in a particular company and just talk to them people are always uh, at at least that's my kind of experience people are always open to uh, voicing what they how they did something what they did and stuff like that that they're always they're always up to that but when you don't know what you want to do that's a little bit more tricky so uh, a lot of, as we talked about, a lot of educations are set up broadly. So you can say, okay, uh, I'm going to do this and this and this, and maybe this is something that I like, or maybe this is something that I like. Then it's kind of key to find a company uh, where you could try different kinds of things, especially in an internship, for example, yeah. or uh, when you're just starting out. Uh, I started out in a company with maybe 30 or 40 people, something mm-hmm. like that. Well, mm-hmm. at least we were tw- we were with 20 people when we started, but we grew to like 30 or 40. Uh, that's kind of a nice size because you can do, you still have kind of responsibilities uh, and you can uh, look around a little bit, right? Uh, when you're in a very big company, you have like a grow path and you could do 
step one, step two, step yeah, three. Yeah, corporate world. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that works, but it it isn't. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it to someone just starting out, because you can't. Uh, you, what will usually happen is that you will get one particular thing that you need to do. For example, mm -hmm. be a system engineer, uh, and you will just be doing that. Because you can't just look around and say, you can, of course, see what other people are doing, but you can't really say, okay, I want to try this and this and this. It's a little yeah. bit easier in a smaller company. For example, in a company with 10 people, which I'm in right now, I, I also pick up the phone. I also do yeah. support. E yeah. Even though uh, people wouldn't expect that from me, I'm still doing that because I feel like that's important. Yeah. Uh, I, I started out as a support engineer as well. I, I started out on the phone helping people. Yeah. So uh, I did that. Then I went to do system engineering. Then I kind of became a system engineer on my own for the whole company. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then move on to a team lead role or whatever. Uh, so it is... It, you you all have a starting point. You, you will have a starting point somewhere. It doesn't have to be the end point as well. That's the thing. That's something that I w would like to, to give back and see. You, you need to find your passion, of course. You need to find something that you're really passionate about that you want to change and you want to you, you, to make your career out of it. Exactly. Uh, but you also should know that it's not... When you start out as a support engineer, I, I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to be what I'm going to... what I'm doing right now. I, I didn't think about that. Uh, I, I was like, I want to be a b the best engineer. And then I saw, I'm not going to be the best engineer because that's not my complete passion. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's how it moves on. So it's also just trying, it, it takes time. You need to be patient in this. It's not uh, a thing that comes from one day to another. Um, everybody has times where they're like, okay, is this really what I want to do? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that happens at like, it happened for me a few times. I still sometimes have that that, that feeling. And then uh, when you go through that two or three times, you, it becomes a natural thing. You don't panic anymore. It's just, this is probably uh, my path. And uh, I need to just keep working on what I'm doing and uh, and everything will be all right. That's the thing. If I, I believe there is some path for everyone. So there, there, it will eventually come together. That's That's the thing. Uh, yeah. it, it's just patience, work hard, try and get to, to do what you want to do. Uh, but finding what you want to do is always just trying. That's it. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I wanted to say. I have a feeling that young people are often more focused on like events and the end product rather than process. For example, when we some when we see some celebrity, we see their fancy lifestyle, expensive watches, top models around them and everything, but we don't see the story behind and story behind is always filled with hard work, with a lot of failure, with all the things that are actually not quite pleasant. And I think that the hard work is the only possible recipe, but the hard work doesn't come so hard when you work what you really love. Yeah, so the, the, uh, what, I, what I'm thinking about while you were saying that as well is that uh, when you look at uh, finding what you want to do, uh, it, there's a quote, I, I don't know who uh, made the quote, but it's, mm -hmm. it goes a little bit like this. So the, the meaning of life is to find your gift, yeah. the thing you're good at, but the purpose of life is to give that gift away. That, that just means uh, 
that you you have to find what you like and what you love to do, but Mm -hmm. you should also share it. And that's what I'm trying to do with doing this podcast as well, but with my own podcast as well. Yeah. Um, I I don't see knowledge as something that you should keep for yourself. You should share it. Somewhere locked, yeah. Yeah, because when you share it, other people will share with you too. If you don't share, you're not going to... To multiply, as they call it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, exactly. th- th- that's that's what I w- would like to say. So that that's something to, to keep in mind. It's it. This is a process. Everything, the whole your whole life is a process. You will just go from one thing to another, uh, and along the way, you will find out that what you will like and what you love to do. Some people are unfortunately not in the the best of. Uh, of situations to get to that that's a different thing the opportunities are not always the same but uh, I have the the fortunate opportunity to do what I like to do and uh, have uh, a chance to do that Uh, and I hope that uh, a lot of people especially in Bosnia and Herzegovina as well uh, that they will get those opportunities in the future yeah and the thing is I think that I mean, especially in Bosnia and Herzegovina, things are not going great at any level. I don't know, from education to politics and everything. But you can't change it in one day. You have to play your best with the cards that you have. I don't know, everyone has an internet connection. So use it for something well. Use it to develop yourself more in something that you actually like. Yeah, and and, uh, that's what I love about the foundation. I've I've told that when uh, Eddie was on on my podcast as well, is that... uh, it tries to change something without being judgmental, right? So without saying yeah. this is wrong, it's just mm-hmm. trying to spread the positivity and giving some exactly. people the opportunities. That's just it. Fo- just focus on that and keep going, and things will actually start to change slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I've, I believe that. I I wholeheartedly believe that that's going to be the 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 solution to some of the problems. Yes, I totally agree, and I I would say that that that's the reason why we are both part of the foundation because we For believe sure. in the idea behind it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. Now this was very good. Great tips, great advice, and the marvelous story you have. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I I enjoyed it very much. It's uh, no. it's not every day that I get to tell the whole story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it. it's really great, and I'm sure that students will, uh, get some inspiration, motivation, and some new information they probably didn't know before. So thank I you so. so much for your time and for sharing this with our audience. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. And uh, of course, I'm going to shamelessly plug my uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I already yeah. mentioned it at the beginning, but yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for people listening, uh, if you want to uh, get some insights into other people uh, other than myself, uh, yeah. you can find the podcast on uh, bitsvsbytes.com and on all major podcasting platforms. Just like the Future's Voices podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was introduction number one. Now introduction number two. You can listen to our podcast on Anchor <laughs> FM, Google Podcast, and Spotify, and you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just type "Behave Futures Foundation." Thank you all for listening. Have a great day.